0: I'm joined now by Suzanne Kane, broadcaster and podcast host. Hello again, Suzanne. Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Yes, thank goodness. Yeah, so far so good. And uh, you're going to bring us the story behind the song in just a second. But you were saying there's uh, a bit of action on Instagram on this whole uh, social distancing thing.
1: Yeah, because I've been listening to you and I was like, I get, like you are saying about people moving around, but I noticed yesterday, so where I am, I've noticed people social distancing, but I was on Instagram last night and had that horrible heart you know, drop moment that I was looking at people going, they're having parties in their back garden and they're mm. hugging each other and they're all sitting together and the kids are all running around. And I'm like, I have a three and a half year old and a five and a half year old. The yeah. five and a half year old is going to lose his mind. He hasn't seen a friend. He misses his grandparents. I know. And it was a real feeling of like... Oh, so it wasn't that people, you know, because I think for the majority of people are social distancing when they're out and about. But I think actually when we get into our own homes and our own gardens, we kind of go, oh, well, they've said four. So we could go six and sure we can hold because we're all OK, right? Yes. And it, it, it yeah. kind of feels a bit like that. I think we've kind of, you know, we're losing the run of ourselves a bit. But you can you can understand. I think people are gone a bit stir crazy. With, like I know for me, I'm 12 weeks at home, yeah. you know, with the kids. My husband is working. It's a really intense. So you worry about the lockdown, but then you worry about the effects mentally. Uh, Absolutely, and
0: I didn't want to appear like I was giving out to, to people. I get why, why, why there's a natural, you know, expectation that it may start to wobble at some point. But I just think maybe my point was more in terms of maybe it's time to refocus and kind of get that message right, right, right into people again. You know that that we we've got to we're sort of easing up, but we got to we got to keep it going. Anyway, we got to do the song, the story behind yeah. the song. Otherwise, this entire show is going to be about one subject. Um, you've picked a great song. May I just say, I was delighted when I saw. Uh, the, the track that we were going to be talking about today. Do you want to tell us what it is?
1: Yeah, so it's M.I.A. Paper Plane. Ah, um, so when I'm picking a song, I generally pick a tune that I absolutely love because like, then you kind of find out stuff about it. So when I was trawling through, um, this is one of my all-time favourite songs. If I ever hear it come on the radio, I know you've played it. I know you've used yeah. it for promos on your show and stuff. It's just an absolutely deadly tune. But my perception of it was that it was about, which people. most people thought, which was about drug gangs. And that is yeah. about terrorism.
0: I thought it was just like, yeah. Well, I actually thought it was just about robbing people at gunpoint. Um,
1: well, you see, this was it because it says all I want to do is bang bang and yeah. take your money, which was yeah. gunfire. And even MTV banned the video because it showed cannabis in the video, and obviously there was gunfire in the video. And MIA was quite disappointed about that. So to go back to the very very start of this yeah. song, firstly, it never saw, the, nearly never saw the light of day. All right, because she had an argument with the producer uh, Duplo, who was working on it, and she picked the song up. the drive and threw it out the window of a building in the US which thankfully it landed on the on the boot of a taxi and they managed to get it back but it was the only hard copy of it that they had My so God. thankfully they got that back yeah so they they got it back and it was fine so juba came up with the idea that they wanted to sample obviously a bit of the clashes in there yes yeah, straight to hell, to hell. Brilliant. So they sampled yeah. a bit of that Yeah, so as a result, obviously, all the members of The Clash are credited as co-writers, and it was the most commercially successful single that MIA ever had. So obviously, they've done well out of royalties for that, because it's been used on lots of advertising uh, campaigns. So the song itself, when the controversy started, because when she had tweeted about the song, she had said, all I want to do is bang, bang with gunfire and take your money. So people were like, oh, this is promoting gangs. But it wasn't at all what it was actually about was about the plight of immigrants because MIA actually was from Sri Lanka and she saw the hassle that she would have when she would travel to the US and when she was traveling to the UK and she saw the experience life that immigrants across the world were having when they were trying to flee war-torn countries. So actually, the the sound of the gunfire is actually representing the immigrants that are leaving war-torn countries that they're trying to get out of where they are and this gunfire and the warfare behind them that they're trying to leave behind. So she said that people always believed and you were you were kind of told through government and through politicians that these immigrants were coming into your country and they were there to take your job so that you should fear them and you should never like them. And she found that across the US and she found it across the UK as well. So it was to really try and highlight that about that people are kind of almost waiting that for gunshots in terms of that these people are coming that they're coming to fire you down, yeah. that they're not coming to help or they're not they're running from something as well. So it's a part. The gunshots are more a part of the culture as an everyday thing, kind of rather than that actual. These these kids are coming from other countries and they're coming and starting gangs.
0: She got a lot of heat, didn't she? For um, because she is Sri Lankan and uh, she was quite uh, has always been very outspoken. Uh, about what uh, has been uh, going on there in terms of the the uh, the struggle um with the between the the Sri Lankan government and the Tamil uh, separatists yeah. and she was perceived as being pro, really kind of pro terrorism at one point
1: yeah, exactly. They said that what she had said, and like she did so many interviews about it, they said that she was supporting terrorism as well. Um, and again, this played a vital role with her in terms of being able to move freely between countries. So yeah. when she had became you know, what is a pop star and that she was to go and to tour, this was massively problematic because pending on where she was traveling, and this happened with her in different states of the US, not necessarily in the broader spectrum, but actually as she traveled through different states in the US to promote her song, she was, some states wouldn't allow her in. Because they were what they perceived is that she was a supporter of terrorism, but actually she was trying to highlight the atroci- atrocities that were happening th- at that time in Sri Lanka and across the world in terms of yeah. immigration.
0: I, th- I think that's always a, a, a danger with with musicians and uh, maybe artists in general. But certainly, I would have b- a better experience of, of you know the musical end of things. And I think there's always a danger that when you discuss an issue, you are automatically. Uh, portrayed as having taken a side in that issue or having, you know, a, 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 you know, a broader sympathy with, with uh, terrorism, for instance. Even in the case of Northern Ireland, there was that petrol mm. emotion who were, were just talking about the issues in the north and using their record covers and whatever to, to heighten awareness or pr- draw attention to what was a, a, a very, very difficult situation at that time. But, as a thank you, they just got tarred with, uh, well, well, you must be pro-IRA then, if you're even talking about this.
1: And this is it, actually. I read an article that was written a good couple of years ago in the New York Times about it. And it was about, and kind of not in a condescending way, actually, when you look at it, was that she was so young. But she had been adverse, I've been in so many adverse situations in terms of immigration and seeing what people were experiencing. But she was so young to talk so eloquently about what was happening that they kind of almost targeted her even going, no, no, you're young, you're silly. You don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, you're pro-terrorism, but, you know, condescendingly, you're just too stupid. You're just too young to know. And she was like, no, no. I know what I'm talking about. I'm educated. I know exactly what is happening. So I think because she felt so constricted by the rules that when it came out to paper planes, and that's again, this, again another reason why it went out the window was because when they were in the middle of Going through what it should and shouldn't sound like again in terms of production, it was like, oh, is this just too far? Are we pushing this too far? Mm. And so instantly, it was perceived that you know she was. It was about terrorism and it was about gangs. But when you listen to it, even the first line, it's I like, fly like pa- paper, get high light planes. If you catch me at the border, I've got visa in my name. So she has her own visa, and if you come around all day, I'll make them all day. So, as <laughs> in, I can go all day. I can travel anywhere yeah. I want to do. I have a visa. I have my name on. And that's her opening line. Well, that's- because at the time, obviously, so many. Counterfeit visas were going yeah. around
0: as well. Absolutely. Uh, let's get to that opening line, actually. Let's uh, enjoy the song. Listen, thanks so much. That's absolutely fascinating. I didn't realise uh, that that's really what that was all about. I obviously wasn't paying attention. I will pay attention now. Suzanne Kane, thanks for joining me this morning.
1: Have a great Sunday. It's lovely to hear you on,
0: Paul. Ah, uh, cheers. Thanks a million. You too. Have a great rest of the weekend. And here it is, uh, featuring a bit of Straight to Hell, but the clash in there and its DNA, the brilliant MIA Paper Planes on Today FM. <laughs> Thank you.